So if you're holding in Shiraz Devera. So the last few seconds we saw that Devera's Mishabeach Yael as much as the Emois. The Noshim Boel Tavarach, we spoke about the idea of Noshim Boel. That applies to the four Emois. Each one is identified with the oil. And now we're going to see the next three psukim as she goes into detail exactly what Yael did. And that's what was the way that she managed to overcome Sisra. Before we see the psukim inside, let's just remember that Sisra was, besides of being a general who had such a powerful army, like we spoke about 900 chariots as well as however many soldiers he brought with him, but besides that, as a person, Sisera was an extremely uh, fearsome person. We saw that Barak was too afraid to, so to speak, challenge Sisera on his own, even after Dvara promised him a victory. He said, if you come with me, I'm going otherwise not. There was a certain uh, fear of Sisera as a person. And Bechalza is Yoel, who wasn't uh, a warrior in her own right. But nevertheless, she was uh, willing to try and subdue and eventually kill Sisra on her own. So, obviously, if the Navi is pointing it out, it's pointing out uh, uh, elements of the mysterious nefesh involved, but also the courage involved. So what does she do? So, we're going to first read the Pesukim with the Pshat, which is how the Mephosh will explain it. And also the Sivir Chazal say, which is a different meaning altogether in the Pesuk. So in Pesuk Hafei, it says, Ma'im Shal, he asked her for water. That was exactly what it says in the Navi before in Perik Tadet. When it talks about, before the Shira, it tells us the fact. So he says to her, Please give me water because I'm thirsty. And uh, she gave him milk. The Pesach says, She opened the container of the milk. And uh, she gave him milk to drink. So the, until now, it's an exact repetition of what the Nami tells us the story happens when it tells us in the previous parak. But the next point, he adds, she adds another idea. And that is, Beseifel Adirim Yikriv Achemah. A Seifel is a bowl or a pitcher. So in the Seifel of the Adirim, an Adirim is this, uh, significant of something important, or in Choshev. So she, Yikriva, she brought him butter. Now, then we don't see in the Pasuk before, and also what does it mean? So there are two different ways in the Mephoshim to explain. The first one is that she wanted to, the first uh, line of defense she wanted to use against Israel is that he would think she was being Mechavitim. And therefore, instead of just what the Pasuk is before, that she opened the Noe Zacharov, which is the picture of the container where the milk was stored, to give it to him, the idea of giving him milk was, like we know, milk makes a person sleepy, but she didn't just give it to him out of the milk storage container. She, t- she poured it into a seifel adirim. A seifel is like a chashav pitcher, adirim of chashav people. Um, and then therefore the sign of being mechabitim. He asked for water, she could have just given him a drink. But if she brings it in a fancy, so to speak, decanter, so it will make him think that she's mechabitim, which would be the first reason why he would, wouldn't be on guard around her. And that's the case... The adirim is going on the seifel. In other words, it was a it was a pitcher, it was a jar, or whatever it was, used for adirim for chashim people. And in that hikriva chemo, which means the the best of the milk, so to speak, the cream the cream of the milk, which would again be a sign that she's trying to mechabir. 
Okay, so that's the, the one reading of the Pasuk. The Rashi doesn't want to say like that. And therefore Rashi takes the Pasuk out of a simple meaning, that's interesting. And Rashi explains, the Seifel Adirim, Adirim is the name for water. So in the Seifel of water, uh, she brought him she brought him milk, or the, the rich milk. And where does he get Adirim? It's water from Nazi Spasha. The Pasuk says that the Mitzim went from Mayim Adirim. In the water, which was uh, which is stronger than they were, drowned them. Now that's a bit of a strange chat because Adirim isn't a synonym for water; it's a description of the water. The water of Yamsuf was Adirim, it was powerful water. In other words, it was something which has, which managed to drown the Egyptians. So if you're going to talk about a jug used for water, so to say it's not a jug used for powerful water particularly. So why would it be besef for Adirim, or was it? Uh, the description of the water we're talking about over here. And again, you do. And uh, there and again, it's talking about the ka- the kayak of the water. It's the sound made by a mighty torrent of water. But it's not, it's not necessarily a synonym for water. It's describing the water. When water trickles slowly, uh, it doesn't make a noise. When you have a, a gush, or like a force of water, that's when you hear the quote of Mayim Rabbi. So that's first explain why Rashi didn't want to say the simple chat, and then, and that's why he was, he wanted to explain it differently. And uh, there's two there's two explanations, two directions we could go. Um, the one is that the, she wanted to trick him into drinking the milk. Where Rashi understood. The Adam Fashim understand Adrab. He wanted to she wanted to Mahabidin. So he asked for water. And says, Mukhab that no, it was water, I'll give you something more if I have milk. So it was uh, it was he knew it was milk and it was given to him specifically to Mukhabidin. That's how Adam Fashim explained it. And uh, the way Rash understood it is he she tricked him into drinking the milk. He thought he was drinking water. Because either because milk wasn't called Fashiv, or because he would also be wary that milk is putting to sleep and remember he's running away, he's a fugitive. So he'd also be careful not to drink milk. And if that's the case, she had to put him in a water jar. And then therefore he thought it would be water. And therefore the Rashi explains the safe Adirim is the container used for water, she gave him milk, so he didn't have to milk. In other words, even though the process was before, it was a Noida Khara, which was a storage container for milk, had she given it to him out of that, then he would have had this is a milk storage container. It's not water. But by pouring it into the water jar, then she filled him into thinking it was water. This is the first Nakhmir. And I was, was it that she was Muhammadim with by giving him milk to drink, or was she tricking him into drinking milk? And if that's already the case, this brings us to the next question. And that is, that is not, there's a, besides for the practical discussion of what happened, there's another, there's another element here also, um, which could be an Nakhmir here in the question. And that is, that is, the, it you know, the, the idea of the question explained, of giving him milk in the Khash of Akli was to Muhabitim. Was to Muhabitim. And the idea of being Muhabitim to our honor, giving him honor, was that way it would allow his defenses. And the question is that Muslim. Is it Muslim to be Muhabit Rashaim? Even if there's a to doing that, is it Muslim to be Muhabit Rashaim? Because on the one hand, it's a, it might help overcome the Russia. But on the other hand, we see that it maybe makes a little Russia. And the person's no one was around. It doesn't be feeling Barabim, even for the person himself. The person thinks that uh, they're giving coffee to a Russia. Is it Muslim or not Muslim? This is a discussion we're going to see 
Again, in, the, in a very similar... That uh, when we show that we're giving, we're giving cover to somebody who's doing, who's doing a virus, so and we don't want to do that. So, it's not only because people think that you hold the person. Even if the person himself thinks that you hold it, it would be a shayla. The Russian thinks you hold it. The Russian thinks you hold it. So, that also makes the element of Allah Hashem that even if it's only temp- like here, short term, because you, the idea is to try and uh, destroy the Russian through that, but the Mesa, if it's a uh, if it's giving COVID, is there an issue in that? And this is part of what you're going to see also in a very similar setup in the story of Haman. And that is when Mordechai was Barabim, he didn't bow down to Haman. So you understand. It was Elohim Chilashem, Barabim, whatever it's going to be. But even when they were by themselves and there was no one else there, then still Mordechai refused to bow down to Haman. And uh, there was, there, okay, so there are a number of reasons why. But one of the reasons is that it's also to Mechabed Rishon. And uh, even if it's uh, no one else there, it's still the same as what's still applied. Um, so here she has a reason for it. So yeah, if you don't need to explain that that's what she did, well, if, if Russia was the point to say that she managed to, to trick him into drinking milk instead of being mechamed him with the milk, so Russia would rather explain it in a way that... But she wanted to put him to sleep. So, so she put him to sleep. Yeah, no, mechamed him. The end is not the free, the end is the covenant. If she's going to... If, if that's how you're going to spend the pasuk. If you're going to spend the pasuk, the trick was he didn't know what it was. He thought he was drinking water. So it wasn't the cover, it was just a, a way of putting him to drink in the milk. And if that's the case, then she can explain it without saying that she's mechavit him from it. And then, the, then they would uh, go with this tie that it's also to mechavit Rishayim as well. I thought I remember hearing that your landlord said in a dinner, if you honor to a Russian. It takes the pasuk out of a simple meaning. The same for Adirian is the, the, the key used for water it doesn't really mean it. It uh, was in the safe of mine, whatever it would be. And we already said mine in the process before that. But nevertheless, if we try to explain why Rashi was trying to avoid the Pshatit, and so does Nerodak and all the other questions say, there would be two reasons uh, why she, why he explains differently. Okay, so that's the first part. Right. Right. But that was off the idea where Rashi explains. Because in the past, in the beginning of Aira, it says, Vaisavim of Albnei Israel, the old parent of Menach Mitzrayim, so Rashi explains, it's a tzivu, it's a tzivu, it's a tzivu, it's a tzivu, maybe that's not always a plan. Fine. Anyway, that's also the din of a Menach, there's a bit of a difference there. It's not necessarily by every Russian. But, okay, whatever it is, that's what Rashi explains here. Well, it could be one of two reasons, but actually explains it differently to other questions. Okay, that's the uh, that does the two shots in of the Rishayim over here. Now, the Targum seems to have a third shot, and he's, he, the way he explains Ma'ay Seifel Dirim, he translates it as Paile, which is a Kli or Seifel, Giboraya of strong people, which brought towards him. Um, what's the what's the implication of of the, uh, has to be a clear of, of Gibari that it added to Razivik said Adirim means Hashovim said and that means that it should be Muhabitim. But uh, what's the idea of, of Gibarim? The Mashmo says that it was uh, needed a Gibar to drink a clean that size. So just like we see by again, going back to the Megiddo Sester, 
that there was a din of the 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 party of Hashverosh, as is they use kelim and shem in a different size kelim, because the minag used to be that they used to give a person a very big fee that you have to drink, and the chiddush of Hashverosh was he made different size kelim for people who wanted. So that's the case. He's understanding that the sefer adir clear of of big of like a very big size kelim she she kelim. So now she gave him a lot to drink. That would also be part of what why it helped him fall asleep. Okay, which is the normal translation of Adirim. Adirim normally means Gibarim. Uh, just like we spoke about the Mayim Adirim, it means the waters were strong. Uh, the Gemara explains the Pasuk in Menachos, uh, not about the water, but the Gemara says the Pasuk was Kilab Sik. It says, it, so they fell into the water, Karma, Adirim, the Adirim. The Adirim are the Mitzrim, who were powerful, and they were drowned in the water. So Adirim isn't a, a definition of the water, it's a describing the Mitzrim. And if that's the case, you also it's a sayful of strong people that you gave him, she gave him to drink in. So that was the first point. Then the second point, Yada the Yasa Tishlachna, she hand, she took the peg of the tent, the Amina the Halmas Amelim to the hammer which was used to hit into the ground. The Halma Sisra Machakarosha, so she drove the peg of the tent into Sisra. Machakarosha literally means that it made a hole. Dug a hole into his head. So went straight through his rakosas, his forehead. And that's how she killed him. And if that's the case, then the next pasuk is the fact that he died. And the simple fact in the pasuk would be Bain Lagleho, Kara Nafal, Shachov. Bain Lagleho, Kara Nafal, Bashir, Kara Sham Nafal, Shodu. He fell in front of her and he died. Now, that's the simple fact in the pasuk, except if that's what the pasuk is trying to say, then. Pasuk of Zion is completely, so to speak, repetitive for no reason. All you wanted to say is Ben Ragleha, Nafa, And that's all, you don't need more than that. She, she used the, the tent, the, the peg of the tent, so to speak, uh, to kill him, and then he died. So why would he fall? He was already lying down. And he was already lying down also, right. So Nafa is in the case of the person dying. Sometimes the, 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 the Tanakh uses the word Nafa for a person who dies. But uh, even even then, it's true. Literally, he didn't fall. He was already lying down. And as we saw before, she was she was covered with the she covered him first, so he wasn't falling anywhere. Now, because of this, the Gemara is Darish's pasuk not kipshotoi, and it's also not in its place. Because if the feel the way the Gemara, we're going to explain how the Gemara is Darish, it should already be before the other two pesukim. In other words, if if you're going to say that this is describing his death, then it's, uh, it would fit after she had explained how she killed him that he died. But like we said, it's a very uh, long-winded way to explain the fact that he died, if that's all it's trying to say. What the Gemara explains the Pasuk is the uh, Gemara says that Sheva Be'ilas Fal Oysa Rasha Isyah. And he learns it from seven words, which should be a euphemism or a reference to Maisa So it says, Kara Nafal Shachav, Kara Nafal, Kara Nafal. Those words come up seven times in the Pasuk, and therefore the Gemara is Darshanet, which is he was buried seven times. Like I said, that's the, what the Gemara Pasuk wanted to say, it should have come before the other Pasuk. Because if this is the case, then it's, uh, it happened before she tried to kill him. So this should have been after the story of Pasuk of and then only after this should have been Pasuk of So the Gemara is Darshanet, it's interesting, I don't know if I can bring it down, this Gemara. Then obviously, it sort of wasn't the Pshat. But uh, like I said, either because not in the right place in the Torah, 
or also there's no reference there in the story of very before in the story it brings us the story of what happened there's no remez that's, that's what he did and the other question would be why would it necessarily tell us that if we're trying to talk about the guys of Sadia and the fact that she was willing to waste nefesh to try and seduce him to come into a tent and give him milk and then when he fell asleep to kill him you've said enough what would be the reason to go into this this detail as well how do you explain the word shabbat sorry Last word, Shabbat, how would you explain that? It makes sense afterwards, it doesn't make sense, it's probably possibly important. Um, if, if it's talking about the Pshat, like we said, that it means he died, then Shabbat would be, it doesn't, it, the word Shabbat actually means something which is used up, but it's, uh, or something which is spent. For example, Meketev Yashat Saran, it's the same in Shabbat. But, it's, uh, the, but if, it's, if it's talking about the pshat, it would mean that he died. If you're talking in the, if you're talking in the Gemara's explanation, that he has boiled her however many times, then nafal shadu means he had no more energy. He ran out of koyach. But, uh, but like I said, it's a, it's a drash. Now, what's the reason for the drash? And why does the Gemara want to be there? Okay, so, there's two things. The first one is there's a Gemara in service, and the Gemara in service talks about a Balashis which was Nechas Soldiers who enter a city, and the Gemara there says that if soldiers enter the city, then all the Kayanas, all the, the wives of Kayan who are in the city, are the Cheskas also to their husbands, because Arach is that Aisha's Kayan Shemen says also to her husband. And Goyish soldiers, when they enter a city, that's what they involve themselves with. And the Gemara says, that there's a mission that says in Mavar that if a Koyi soldier enters the city, what's going to be the status of the wine in the city? Are you Khoshish that the Koyi soldiers help themselves to wine and therefore going to be Khoshish all the wine is touched by Goyim or not? The Gemara is Mechalek between closed bottles and open bottles, wherever it's going to be. The Gemara says here you see it will be Mechalek and here you just assume everyone's awesome. And the Gemara's answer is that there's no Pnai de Nasek, but yes Pnai Devo. You know, a Goyi soldier would have more of a Yetzirah. To be boiled and to be manasseh. And therefore, even if it's ain't penai, they're in the middle of a battle and they have to run or either to fight or to run back to, to, to flee the battle scene, wherever it's going to be. But, uh, and therefore, there's no penai manasseh, which doesn't take a long time. Uh, but there uh, is penai level. It becomes kilo, and you the Gemara's understanding, the mindset at least, of a Goyish soldier, and that was, that was the, the first thing on their mind. And therefore, even in the middle of a battle, they would look for opportunities to, to be Isaac and Znus. Agav, we see references also in the Gemara about the Yifastaya. That Because that was the mindset of a soldier, so that what the Goyim used to do is they used to use ladies as decoys for the soldiers during the battle. And uh, the whole din of Yifastaya, the Machalik's in the Gemara in Kedushin, in Chofei, in Ravin Shmuel, in Chofei, and so Yifastaya, Shalayu Chatena B'Milchoma. That is also, during the battle you can't do anything. But obviously that's what the people, that's what the idea of printing Yifastaya there was for. In other words, mid-battle, that was on a soldier's mind. So that's why we see in two places, both in the Pasuk and in the Gemara. That was the, that was the understanding Chazal had of, of, let's say, what was a non-Jewish soldier speaking about during battle. And if that's okay, Sisra would be no difference. So even though he was better running for his life, he had lost and he was running away from the Jewish army, but uh, the, the opportunity to be Mitzatzik and Varavera would be foremost on his mind. Now, the question is, 
Why would you all agree? She wasn't, she wasn't in a position where uh, he needed her more than the other way around. So it wasn't like Chashverosh uh, asked that he was a king and she had no choice. He, he, was, he was already running for his life. So why, why would Yael agree to such a thing? Well, so this little chat is that just like she gave him milk because she thought that way would make him tired. So sending him here, it would be a way for him to lose his energy or to be tired and then she'd be able to overcome him more easily. And the child is, if that's the case, then does that justify Advaravya? We just talked about, started talking about last time already. Because it's God love very and that is, it's a, we don't find the hatred to be misazic by because the person thinks he's going to get out of it. So we have to say the same thing we said last time, and that is that Batsim is a hat of Karaka Olam, and she had herself to be Karaka Olam with the Cheshmer, that this would be a way to say Fly Yisra. That's the simple chat. Now, there's another way to understand it also. But for that, we have to be mindful a little bit more about, uh, about the Russia called Yisra. Uh, just as a Hakdama, this is a story I remember from a personal incident from many years ago. At the beginning, when I got to know Mary Verabi, Moshe Shapiro, a friend of Rafa, so there was one shirim a week he used to give, which was open to the public, and all other shirim was by invitation only. And he was very mackbit about who would come to his private shirim, he had, uh, it was very hard to get in. So on, well, the first time that uh, Kilo here let me into one of the private children. So, okay. So, so he was talking about Sisra. He was talking about Sisra, and he was talking about was how Sisra wasn't just like a Russia who was involved, who, who, who was there to fight against another camp. Sisra Vatsim embodied uh, the Koyach of Rabbi on, on his own. And this was the, he was the, the embodiment of the self, something like that. Okay, he just said it in passing because he's talking about something else, which he didn't explain it. So after the shira, I went up to him and I said, maybe the rabbi would like to explain why his sister was the embodiment of the Kaykh Sarah. So he told me you should do chur- this was the first time we had a private conversation. Things improved after this. We got we got very close. But again, so he told me you should do chiva being the Vaza Divertary. I don't understand what he meant. So he said to me, if you think you can understand something like that, just by asking me Agav after a shir, then you forget them of other different things. You should do something for that. So I didn't, he didn't explain at the time why sister was embodied the Kaya Sarah, but he understood that something which you can't explain in one foot, and there's something deep to it. Okay. And that's a shmurah I had many years ago. What, what's that at the chat? Why, what, what, what was sister being the vazir, or being embodying the Kaya Chavra. So, the Gemara talks about various people who were given extra, exceptional qualities, and they all used it wrong. For example, the Gemara talks about Avshalom, who was inspired by Sire, he had extremely beautiful hair. And a number of times in the Navi, it talks about Avshalom's hair, and what he did with his hair, and eventually, that would lead to downfall because what happened was he got his hair caught on a tree and then he was left suspended, like hanging by his hair. That's how you have caught him and killed him. So it says that Afshalom was Nisbarak Basairoi, Afshalom was Nishal Basairoi, 
And uh, Shana was Nehmesh Kisali. Similarly, Shimshan. Shimshan Agiba was given tremendous Kayach. And that led to his undoing. And eventually, that's, uh, that's how he fell. And there are other examples like that of people in Tanakh also. That they were given extreme, extreme uh, success or growth in a certain area. And that's what led to the eventual undoing. For example, Kayach's wealth was the source of his original his, his success. Or Haman as well, his, his wealth was the source of his success. And uh, as a result, that eventually led to his undoing. The money that he offered for Kayachal was what eventually led to, to being destroyed. So on that list, it also has Sisra. On that list, also has Sisra. That what that Sisra was, Nisparach Bukhayla. He had a very strong, powerful voice. And uh, that was his strength. And that's what you saw before, that he used it to be, to be Makalo, Tafi Malo. And uh, that was the, the, the Ra of Sisra. That is the Kayak that he was given. As opposed to just using it to do it by a very, he used it to be mechayev from a gadol. There's a certain, there's a certain existential ra that, uh, and that's what we saw at the beginning of the prayer. Why, as opposed to all the other shoftim who are leaders, that's go against sister in the navi. I can explain that because someone who's the zelo mazeh, when the kayak ra is coming as somebody who's uh, who's being mechayev from a malo, so I can argue that in the navi he's going to be able to to, to share dvarashem. Uh, the Kiyos, Sorry? The Kiyos are coming from We're going to talk about that. That's why the Mayat Kiyos come from the Mother of Sisra. We'll talk about it tomorrow night, but uh, in the meantime, there was so a certain Kayak that Sisra had, and there was a certain Imela. Uh, that was that what made him, gave him his power and his ability to to control with his voice. Chazal said amazing things about it that he could, like when he was trapping animals, yeah, he could get an animal to freeze in his tracks by shouting at it. A certain koyche bukoyle says that he could, like, he had a certain strength in his voice that he could uh, get, like, force things to happen like that. Okay, that's the that was the Rao Sisra. Now, if that's the, if that's the Rao Sisra, so what does Oetz overcome it? What does Oetz overcome it? So physically, in the Basically, the, the mahalach which overcame Sisra was the, the fact that Yael put him to sleep, and when he was sleeping, she could kill him. So that, that speaks about the physical side of how to overcome Sisra. What about the chalik of how to overcome his, his, so to speak, divinely given kayach, which was Bukhayle? So that, that was the idea of why, why it was necessary for, him, for, her, for her to be machshal him in the very first. So, Bezashim of Tamarim will explain that, and you'll also see the hemshah. For example, this principle. Yes, we talk about the the codice of the Shaifah, the hundred codice of the Shaifah come from the codice of the mother of Sisra. So we will explain that at the same time about how this was connected, the the, the, the that Sisra was given, it was kind of for code. Okay.